welcome to a very special episode of Those Good Old Fashioned Values, the first, last, and only podcast that never talks about Family Guy anymore. And when we say special, we mean autistic, because we yep. are taking on a show that is the autist's delight. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, uh after the, year of man, so, really good job introducing yourself. Yeah. Unnamed guest. I, see, I had a, I had a whole setup. I had a, I had a whole setup plan, but I forgot that our guest can never stop fucking talking. It's so Spencer, we have two of our original guests from those good old fashioned values. We have Andy and Ty, the two ones you like, and we are joined <laughs> by our friends from the podcast most controversial, uh, Gus and our friend Charlie. Say hi, guys. Hey. Hello. I uh, just want to get it out there. I don't care about Ty's setup. I thought it was bad. <laughs> I was I was oh. trying I was trying to save the show. That's why I interrupted. Save the show. Why don't you save your own show? <laughs> you look show? at our metrics, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're we're making out. a solid two thousand or twelve hundred dollars more than you, so maybe yeah, one of us has more got experience. Like a good year and a half head start though. Really, really not a fair comparison. Yeah, and that's not even counting the head start you get from when I was bad at promoting the Patreon. And that's not even double counting the fact that I'm going to show up Counterpoint. and kill you. Yeah. Counterpoint, we were bad at this the whole fucking time. Well, well yeah, that's what I was going to say. We've yeah. never been good at promoting the Patreon. Counterpoint, uh, they don't want to see white men succeed. <laughs> anyway. The entire <laughs> argument here is... Uh, counterpoint, I'm actually much stupider than you. Yeah, Counterpoint, yeah. I'm actually gay as fuck and also... Yeah. So, uh, counterpoint, I slipped on a banana peel and I fell directly into the dude's asshole, and now my head is stuck up there. Uh, counterpoint, I actually spilled all my marbles on the floor and I tripped on them, and then my dog's dick landed inside me. So, we are watching, uh, today the season one of The Deadliest Warrior, that yes. classic of early 2000s cable. Or, yeah. I guess, late, early 2010s, late, early 2000s, whatever. Yeah. I guess I'll give some background on it. So, if. For those who don't know, although you probably do, uh, Deadliest Warrior was a show that ran for three seasons on Spike TV from, I believe, 2009 to 2011. It started off as sort of a Myth Mythbusters-esque uh, show. It's like they're, the myth that they're busting is, you know, common things that you would, like, guess, you know, with your friends. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they brought it, in... It's like the slightly more autistic myth. It's like myth busting in your parents' basement. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> got, uh, they got Chris from Power Scale, from it's, the Power Scale. If, if myth it's, it's like, was... it's like myth, it's like myth busting to a Nendro, Nendro Roy. I was, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, if myth busters... Nendro, Roy. If myth busters was for the, uh, the kid the teacher liked, this one was for the kid with issues. Yeah. yeah. This is the kid that's going to community college and not MIT. Yeah, this is this is like Mythbusters for a kid who like found a throwing star at a flea market. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Anyway, but the yeah, and then the format of the show is they consult experts from experts. On yeah, experts Wait, in quotation. I mean, they are like, technically experts. They are technically experts about these two sides. One is like uh, Viking versus samurai. So they have uh, samurai experts and Viking experts, which surprisingly wasn't just two different kinds of racist not, guys they found from yeah. Twitter. It's usually not experts on the actual history. It's like people who have training with these specific like combat techniques and like weapons yeah. that these groups would use. Or if your yeah. grandfather was related to one of the people that yeah. was fighting. Or, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It is either like people who have significant training in like the military history of these groups or guys whose like great grandfather was a Nord. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Probably my favorite aspect of the show is that they play up the 
the two they get about two experts for each side of the fight and then these experts sort of snipe at each other throughout the show about and these whose guys side would win just titans of wit like yeah. i i remember when the first time i watched the show uh, I was like an 11 year old and I thought the idea of a show with a central premise is, you know, you get to see a, a Spartan fight a ninja or a Viking fight a samurai was the coolest thing ever. And rewatching yeah. it when I'm like in my 20s, easily the best part is seeing each side's like experts who are like the weird like quantum midpoint between theater kids and frat guys basically try to do like my football team is going to beat yours, but for, like, warrior Except for, like, the heritage that they come from. <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking... Because these guys... If you, if, you remember the, if you remember the argument that we had at the beginning of this episode, they somehow found a way to make that gayer. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. with sharp objects. Yeah. It's, it's very funny because the vast majority of an episode of Deadliest Warrior is taken up by the weapons testing, where... Mm. Which is the cool of, part of it. It's, yeah, it's absolutely... Like, in terms of, like, is this show worth watching or not... Easily the most fun you will have is just seeing a couple of guys set up, like, a pig carcass or these, like, gel models of human flesh and watching somebody just go to town on that thing with a battle axe in slow motion. Like, you get I, to yeah. see, like, it's got, like, the, the, what's that game called? Like, Sniper Elite? Where you get yes. to see, like, yeah, 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 where it's got anatomy. the kill cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to see that happen with, like, Viking axes where these, like, translucent models of humans. You get to see, yeah. like, bits of bone flying off. You get to see, like, the muscle being torn up. It's really, really yeah. great. And then Chuck Liddell is there sometimes. Chuck Liddell. <laughs> I think they got a different yeah. UFC fighter for the season two premiere. Um, yeah, that's but, good. Um, what happens is you'll see somebody pick up, like, a Viking battle axe, and it'll just, like, cut a full side of, like, beef in half, and they'll cut to the guy who's going against the Viking, and he'll say something like, well, I think that axe is uh, pretty lame, actually. I feel <laughs> yeah. like it really wouldn't do much yeah. uh, against I, me. I heard that only gay guys use that axe, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually could block that axe if I, like, used my, if I thought really yeah. hard. I could probably block it with my no, mind, that is like, not even my arms. That is, like, yeah. literally, like, half the defenses, they're like, uh, well, a samurai would never get in a situation where he would be stricken by a battle axe so easily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, the other, and the other situation's like, uh, yeah, but my guy actually has a force field. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. This show is just one to two steps removed from just being Calvin Ball. Yeah. It's, it's no, I mean, weird. literally, like, they, they, it's a very smart idea because they took the, like, I guess, like, the concept of, like, annoying kids arguing about who would win in a fight, and they just, they literally just, like, put that, every parameter of that onto adults. It's, yeah. It's so fucking yeah. great. Um, like including my... including like the dumbass like actually I have like a magic I have a magic shield that makes it so so katanas can't actually hit. Yeah. That was that was yeah. fucking crazy too because there was a, there's a scene in episode 2 which was Viking versus samurai um where they have the samurai I think like cut a pig carcass like clean in half uh and and, yeah. the, and the very round viking expert uh walks <laughs> up to him uh, and he goes He's kind of like puffing his chest out. He's like, "Well, you, you throw a big piece of Viking chainmail on there, oh, that that katana is going to do nothing." Um, <laughs> and they and they test the samurai katana against the chainmail, and it does nothing. Like it just yeah. the, the katana just bounces off the armor, has like no impact, and they immediately smash cut to this fucking Teletubby <laughs> who's representing the Viking, who has the smuggest look of all time on his face. And he's like, they spent all this time talking about the legendary samurai katana. Meanwhile, 
this chainmail stopped it in its tracks. Yeah. Um, no, half, pride of the show, and joy. half of the show is referring to libertarians that they found at the mall. I, I think um I, I think part of the reason this show works for me is that they found a way to make like jocks enjoy debate club. And you yes. see them get yes. like really, really genuinely invested in it. I remember so the first episode of this show is um they have like a I don't want to just call, like, the guy an Apache warrior, because, like, that's an actual culture. Uh, he, uh, somebody, somebody who is a member of an indigenous tribe. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, against an ancient, an ancient Roman gladiator. And yeah. one of the Apache tests is that they, um, it's either a knife or a tomahawk, where you see the Apache just, like, flawlessly spear a guy down with a knife from, like, ten feet away, like a throwing knife. You know, he tosses it, impales the guy in the chest. And the gladiator expert walks up to him and he says, Uh, you have to throw your weapon? After you throw it, you have no yeah. weapon. <laughs> I remember that part. Yeah, it's like, no, it's in you. <laughs> it's like yeah, so no, see, the, the point of a weapon is that it kills you, yeah. and if you did that job, it doesn't matter if you don't have it anymore. Uh, if you shot me with a gun, that means one less bullet. You, you have you one less. Yeah. yeah. This is, it's especially... Oh, well, you dropped a bomb on me? Good luck finding all that gunpowder. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because legitimately five minutes before that, that same guy was bragging about how gladiators didn't wear armor on their chest because yeah. they considered it like a badge of pride that they yeah. weren't afraid to die. And then you see the Apache just like rip his rib cage in half. Yeah. It's like puncture between his ribs and kill him with a throwing knife. And he's like, uh, well, if the weapon's in my chest, it's not in your hand. Fucking think about it, dumbass. We'll get into my my understanding is that we like go over the individual episodes in the second half. Sorry. Yeah. Or at yeah. Least no, so with we're... I mean, with episodes like this, we like that's for like the the traditional main series episodes. For oh. these ones, we usually just riff the whole time, so oh, yeah. we can we can do it in whatever order. I, yeah. Well, I'm one for tradition, which is why I like Deadliest Warrior. I'm, <laughs> yeah, no. The traditions I'm, of your it's it's all about the tradition. This is like the tradition right? of American dumb guys, though. If it's I just... get racist and hairy enough, they're gonna have me on as an expert. It's just a bunch of loud, you're like fourth generation close. immigrants going. If we were back in the home country, I'd fucking kick your ass. <laughs> oh, Which honestly, oh fuck, I don't know if I even want to talk about it right now. But honestly, okay, my favorite episode, hands down, was IRA versus Taliban. This is like it's a screenshot you see every once in a while. It's like you know, it's like oh look how dumb this is, but it is so fucking funny because there's like. The way that they weighed the experts on that was because it's like normally if it's like fucking like Viking versus Samurai, like, you know, you get like guys that are experts on that. But because it's the IRA and the Taliban, they just got like a guy who's descended from like a CIA counterterrorism yeah, expert. And then and the guy who's like dad was in the IRA. No, yeah, his 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 great uncle was Michael Collins. And then on the other and yeah. then on the other side was just a guy that was in the Mujahideen and then a counterterrorism expert. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really funny. And it's like very funny to see like the Mujahideen guy just like kind of closely weave around. It's like, you know, we were fighting the good fight for a while. Unfortunately, <laughs> some elements took over, but we were, you know, we were doing it there for a while. We kicked yeah. the Soviets out. Um, I, I don't I don't want to accuse the show. So um spoiler alert, I guess technically. <laughs> Uh, the IRA ends up winning 
uh, against the Taliban. Which and is I the don't, opposite they do of, all the time. No one's ever beat them. <laughs> the show often got the successful army in the yeah. world accused of uh, pro-America bias a lot because, particularly in the later seasons, basically yeah. every single American guy ended up winning against a like, European or you know yeah. fucking Asian counterpart or whatever. Oh yeah. This show came out in two thousand and nine, and I don't care what the fucking like bullshit simulation program said. They absolutely fudged the numbers because you could not have the Taliban yeah. end up winning yeah. this show in 2009. Yeah, especially because, like, you wait, like, a decade and they're just in charge again. Yeah. Like, they, they're they pretty yeah. good at winning. Well, I mean, you give it, I mean, to be fair, you give them, you give the IRA a decade and they'll be in charge again. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's fair. Yeah, no, it's because of Spike TV audience. If they let the Taliban win, they were like, "That's it, Obama took over the country." Although Look at the end they, of this battle. They, they do. They that's do have the one, the one thing they did, which is probably why the Americans won all over in season two. The fucking Green Berets got their ass kicked. They were like, yeah. "Oh, we're so close." We'll, we'll, we'll get to that episode later because there's some details in there. That um, I, think I, I was oh, like, of course, of course. I have, there yeah. were so many fucking funny things about the IRA. Taliban episode. Okay, so they have like they have like loadouts, kind of like it's a video game. But the problem by the way, we should probably should have done this earlier. Who watched this show back in the day? Because I did. Oh, I, I did. did. I, I adore. So you, this show they both before. mentioned that they did. I, I yeah. got into it after season two came out, and I watched every single episode of season I think three I as it was airing. Watched, got in the show in between season one and two, and never watched season three. Because uh, I remember the, the finale of season two was like this, like, we're going to do the bracket where it's yes. everybody against everybody. No, 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 that, was, think... that was season one. Season one had the, uh, they, they was, both I think it was actually the, the premiere of season two that was the bracket one for season one. They never oh, okay. did a bracket one for season two. Yeah. Okay. But I, I remember the Spartan won the whole thing, I think. Yeah. Counting this... the guys with guns. Yeah, yeah. they basically, I... um, what they did is they just kind of arbitrarily decided which fucking um, ancient warriors were better. Yeah. Uh, until they just had two left. So they were like, oh, yeah. the, the Maori doesn't have armor and the Apache doesn't have armor. So well, you got, I, I will say, there are worse ways Even to do Even though the Apache beat someone's with, yeah, beat the ass of a guy with armor. Well, yeah. Except for when he wasn't wearing armor, which he apparently didn't need. According to I, that guy, I, I will at least say that is a you know a not a terrible way of doing a, a TV run recap episode because you don't have enough money to fill ten slots. Yeah. Um, um. Oh fuck! What was the? Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention one of my favorite when I was watching the fucking the IRA episode is they give them like special weapons or there's like a special <laughs> weapon slot and yeah. for the Taliban they got a bayonet to like put onto their AK-47, which is like pretty standard. And then the IRA, not to be outdone, got a slingshot. Fuck, I forgot about that. To shoot, like, rocks at them. And they did, like, some demos, you know, that show that, like, a slingshot can hurt you. But, yeah, that's... I mean, yeah. I will say, all of the ones who... Yeah, all of the ones who had guns... Okay, never mind. For Pirate vs. Night, the special weapons was grenade do you like gus do you like like do you take adhd medication like no. cause it's not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> i do not know i just i just wanted to say that the the slingshot was feared in the ira because of the the notable ira commando dennis omenesi yeah well i mean well to be fair the ira also got a lot of their inspiration from bart simpson yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you'll remember, yeah. uh, Black and Tan was originally called Eat My Shorts. Uh, <laughs> they were doing, yeah. like, the Kilroy thing, but it said Simpson was here. Yeah. Spiky hair. They would get 
like away from the scenes of assassinations on the skateboard. Yeah. yeah. In fact, <laughs> uh, from a, from certain like translations of uh, the troubles into the to Gaelic languages, it actually yeah. says "I caramba" somehow. Yeah. They were they were actually uh, the, responsible. The troubles for translates to detention. I was in the middle of a fucking sentence, dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man! That, oh, wait, oh, hold oh, on. Yeah, Sorry, no. is that suddenly a problem for you guys? <laughs> yeah, no. no, I get to interrupt people. Charlie doesn't. Um, what was, oh yeah, they were, I, okay, well now the joke is dead, never mind. I, I lost it, I lost my <laughs> It's okay. I'm sure Rest in fucking me. peace. I, All I need somebody to, to give me affirmations. I'm too scared to talk now. We're, we're here for you, anyway. Right, um, well, there's, I mean, to be fair, there is a reason that they call Nancy Cartwright the anti-Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> the IRA was responsible for Margaret Thatcher passing the anti-mischief acts of 1984. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The IRA actually put a tack on Lewis Mountbatten's uh, seat in his car, and it shot him up into the air because he he hurt his ass. <laughs> the IRA sending messages to Seth MacFarlane like, "We only have to get lucky once. You have to get lucky." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you just see it. You see a paper airplane like do a loop de loop and like flying <laughs> over to it, and you open yeah. it up, and it says, "You only have to be lucky once." Yeah. Uh, Jerry Adams was forced to write, "I will not condone sticks of dynamite." <laughs> a hundred times on the chalkboard. <laughs> yeah, and then um, uh, I feel like I kind of blew the load early on the uh, IRA Taliban episode, but it's so fucking funny. I think the the last two things I thought were funny about it were um, the or no, there was a second special weapon that the IRA got, which was a flamethrower, which I looked up and was used once in like a fucking outpost attack by the IRA, where like some dipshits just like got a flamethrower and like jumped out of their car and torched like two guards. Honestly, I'm, I'm totally on their side in that one. If you can get any excuse to include a flamethrower in your loadout, I don't care if it was like, oh yeah, somebody packed one as a backup once and they never did it. <laughs> if you have the excuse to put the flamethrower in, you're including the fucking flamethrower. Yeah, Because it's a flamethrower. Yeah. yeah, it's good guys, TV. Do you guys remember how the flamethrower guy died in the simulation? <laughs> That was so fucking funny. I cannot remember what happened. He was next to a giant truck with a, like, container labeled kerosene. Yeah. (laughs) That entire, like, the the IRA versus Taliban, the entire thing was just, like, a live-action Looney Tunes cartoon. It was very cool. Yeah, I was gonna... Because it's funny, because, like, they always, like, they always... Gus. (laughs) Good boy. No, but so all of the, it's funny because all of the fucking like, you know, simulations are like two, you know, top of the line, best of the class warriors, like, you know, engaging in a battle to the death, you know, a, a, a test of martial prowess. And then for the IRA versus <laughs> Taliban, it was just like, damn, I love Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. No, like, yeah. The IRA guy like, you know, sneaks out the back of a bus and he's like, looking yeah he's like fucking taunting yeah. the taliban guy like bugs bunny as he's like slowly pressing down the button on a detonator yeah. the taliban special weapon was like an anvil hoisted by a rope yes, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and you know what america supplied them those anvils from acme because yeah. acme yeah. actually has cia connections no we actually yeah, after... like we sent wiley coyote coyote over there to be the <laughs> ambassador to iran for a while yeah was, yeah like, no no I, I, a lot I, of their I... troops yeah. Yeah. No. We. I mean, we we sent you know these proper like you know uh like Af- Acme made like rifles to you know the ins- to the groups we supported in Afghanistan and wondered why we didn't hold the country. Yeah. There was. Yeah. There was literally like. Do you guys remember back in like? It wasn't. It, it was like I think two thousand four. There was a scandal where Elmer Fudd was like caught in Afghanistan with a load of weapons, and he he tried to like deny it by saying that he forgot <laughs> yeah. to take a left to Albuquerque. Yeah, I do remember that. Wow, you. Yeah. 
He swore it was Taliban season, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. The sign was yeah, right he there. kept tearing off a poster that said Taliban season Mujahideen season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys uh you guys remember during the fight between IRA and Taliban when uh one of the Taliban guys got blasted by a flamethrower and then he was just soot black and his hair was standing up. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. To ash over the course of five seconds. Remember yeah. when he was still blinking when he was in ash? That was like a a commentary on American imperialism. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, there were reports that at his execution, Saddam Hussein's final words were, you're despicable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, execution. Yeah. 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 Legends say he, after the, uh, after the floor dropped out beneath him, he was, uh, just standing on midair yeah. for three seconds yeah. before Actually, he like, it was weird, the, uh... The noose caught his neck in such a way that his beak went around on the back of his head. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know that that before the raid, Pakistan actually sent Osama bin Laden a message that said, "That's all, folks." Yeah. Um. <laughs> it was really haunting. You know, right right before right before SEAL Team Six crashed that helicopter, one of the guys like jumped out and he hung in the air for a couple seconds, and then he held yeah. up a sign that said "Uh oh," and then he started falling. Yeah. <laughs> You know that that iconic photo of of Bush being told about nine eleven with his ear. Uh, I'm being reported that after like he was informed of nine eleven, he apparently said, "Of course, you realize yeah. this this means war. means war." Yeah, well, I mean, there's reports that a lot of the SEAL Team Six people that you know were, you know, a lot of people on SEAL Team Six transitioned after that raid, but really they're just trying to avoid a hunter by looking like a sexy lady. Yeah, that's a good um, point. I thought yeah, it was only just, one of them. Wait, did multiple people on that team to become women? I think it was one of them. Okay. Uh, That'd be yeah. funny if, like, half of SEAL Team 6, like, five people yeah. were like, yeah, I'm a woman now. <laughs> yeah. I think I heard one, and then I just sort of, like, you know, increased it in my head because that would be funnier. But, yeah, I think it was one. Yeah, and it, yeah, they were doing that because, yeah, there was a man with a lisp hunting them in the forest, and they needed to use tactical camouflage and expose their uh, yeah. their bosom that was actually two cantaloupes. While we're uh, talking about some of these guys being cartoon characters, one of the episodes uh, I did also Gus, wanna... some of these women being cartoon characters. Yeah. I don't think there were any women in the first season. There were later. Oh, I thought you were talking about SEAL Team Sex. Okay. <laughs> no, there, no, were, no. there were non-binary people in this season, though. Yeah. I think one no, of the Taliban guys is... Yeah, the, nin- the ninja went by Zhijem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about... um. Green Beret versus Spetsnaz. Yes. Partially because of the weapon test, but also because <laughs> the deadliest warrior Spike TV idea of Russian special forces was basically just to make every single guy Ivan Drago from Rocky yeah. Four. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, one of the big things they keep talking about in regards to the, uh, <laughs> the Spetsnaz, the Russian special ops, is um, these guys just were, like, trained their entire lives to be immune yeah. to pain. Yeah, they were they were strapped to a nuke when they were born. Yeah, (laughs) Um, they had their hands cut off and replaced with bear paws. Absolutely fucking ridiculous degree (laughs) where they're they're talking about these guys like they can just be just absolutely like impervious to damage. Well, you got to justify them being uh, being us somehow, you know? Yeah, Yeah. it's like it's (laughs) it's it's all like just like fucking like like if it was possible. To be racist against different types of white people, this would by far be the most racist depiction on the show. Oh, yeah. Because every single expert is, is just like, from young age of three, father and mother put me in cage with large bears, yes. scratched my eyes until I learned to fight. By yeah, age no. nine, I kill grown men with bare hands. They think by they age w- 15, I kill with stern look. 
by A.J. Keen, I am deadliest assassin in the history of Western Europe. They think Spetsnaz are John Wick. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Like, literally, like, yeah, from the scene in John Wick. Wait, hold on. Reality. Sorry, I am confused. Are you Baba Yaga, or is he Baba Yaga, or am <laughs> I Baba Yaga? Which one is, which one Baba Yaga? <laughs> Oh, fuck. I, that randomly We, we, we cannot be all Baba Yaga, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, I keep bringing up things from that IRA episode, but it was yeah. so fucking funny. The, the intern, I, I feel like we need to mention, like, the conflict between, like, the experts on, like, as many episodes as we can. Because the fucking IRA one, the IRA Taliban one was so funny because the, the Taliban guys were just constantly shitting on these fucking mics. Like, they yeah. were just, like, always being like, oh, you fucking suck, you drunk bastard. Here, we're gonna we're gonna shoot a decoy of you that's serving beer at a bar. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's, it was, like, one step away from being like, yeah, all of our targets this episode are leprechauns. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. <laughs> and it was especially yeah, offensive because, like, the the Irish guy they got to like support the NRA on that episode was like the only charismatic person who's ever been on that show. Yeah. Well you can yeah. just see in the eyes of like those Irish guys that like they had to cut out what they said in response to the Taliban yeah. guys because it would have yeah. gotten them banned yeah. from TV. Like it's those just... fucking sand beans. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the Taliban guys were like the Taliban guys were being like, "Oh, go drink another Guinness, you fucking mick." And then they, yeah. uh, the the Irish guys immediately put both of their fists up, one in front of the other, and turned to their side. Yeah. Yeah. We had to we had to censor over seven hundred sentences containing the words "goat" and "fuck." Yeah. yeah. They, they they put the two Irish guys put their, their fists together and the fucking sixteen letters form a new racial slur that they just present <laughs> Yeah. Um They would use the flamethrower to just spell them out in the ground. Yeah. Like, like use like letters made of fire. Yeah. But I, I was like, talking about how ridiculous it was when the Spetsnaz experts were hyping up how like immune to pain they were or whatever. Yeah. But basically every single expert on this show would, like, talk about, like, their own culture the way, like, stands talk about, like, yeah. does. Yeah. It's so, it's... like, everyone's, like, yeah. the epic battle berserker is the, the deadliest warrior class. You were raised from birth to destroy everyone in your path. We didn't fear pain or mercy or anything. This show is really impressive because it somehow invented white nationalism for every race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is, yeah, these, these were the, these were the, like, white nationalism tryouts. Yeah. The, the Spet, yeah, the Spetsnaz won, and that's why Russia got to invade Ukraine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they yeah. didn't actually have a, they didn't include the, the, SS. the, the ninja lost to the Spartan, that's why we were allowed to kill Shinzo Abe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, wait, Gus, what did you, Gus mentioned the later seasons. What's interesting, so they, they have a season, I guess just a brief highlight of, because I haven't seen the episode, but in a later, the next season, they have an episode which is, uh, Waffen SS versus Viet Cong, and I was, like, reading about, like, why they choose the weapons they do, and the Viet Cong they gave the, like, the fucking, like, the weapon they gave them was, like, this, like, shitty, like, pressed steel, like, French submachine gun from the 50s. When, like, you know, the weapon that they mostly use is, like, an AK-47, and someone said that, like, oh, well, they already did that for the Taliban, so they can't repeat that, so the Viet Cong gets this really shitty gun <laughs> with, that makes them on par with these guys from the 40s. 
Um, but then the, the Nazis got a flamethrower, I think, and they conclude that that was more effective than booby traps. Yeah, uh, that, I mean, to be fair, yeah. flamethrowers is more effective than, like, hanging paint cans from a doorframe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no one has ever argued opposite, except for the film Home Alone. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Kevin McAllister. Yeah, Kevin McAllister. The eight-year-old who brutally tortured burglars who tried to break into his home. Versus Genghis Khan. (laughs) And then it's it's just a video of a Mongolian guy just beating the shit out of him. (laughs) The Genghis Khan episode they did in season three was really cool because they, one of the tests they did, so there's one of the most common jokes with the show is that they have, like, a medical doctor on. To inspect yeah. injuries that are clearly fatal. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah. They have like a guy's like head in, like the guy's carrying his head, and he's just like yeah. this one. I, you know, I was I was a doctor for for ten years. I, I worked in an yeah. emergency room. This one would be tough to come back from. Yeah, there 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 are two jokes you hear about this show online. One of them is just the screenshot of IRA versus Taliban, and the yeah. other one is bringing in Armand Dorian to a dude who has had his head cut off and shoved up his ass, yeah. and being like, "So this would be an instant kill, you guys." <laughs> yeah. Um, and the absolute yeah. apex of that is insane. Yeah, that doctor guy's great. Yeah. When they have a fucking elephant come in <laughs> and stomp on a guy's chest. <laughs> and like, then they bring out the ER doctor to be like, hey man, is this guy dead? It's like, hmm, I think so. And he's just like, yeah, you can just see him like Hold on, we have, to, we have to measure the PSI. We have a, yeah. we have a dummy. We have a dummy set up to see that if throwing if throwing a boulder on you from two hundred yeah. meters away would actually kill you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then one of them's like, yeah, one of them's like, elephant could never crush an IRA. That would never happen. Not to our <laughs> proud people. And they're like, you're not even on this episode. How'd you get in here? <laughs> yeah. I, I really, I really, I really want this guy at um. To show up in, like, other movies, like, uh, you know, the end of Indiana Jones when the Nazis open the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah. And their faces yeah. just start burning off and melting. We need, like, Dr. Armand to come in and be like, so as you can see by this melted face yeah. and the, uh, the collapsing of the scroll here, opening the Ark of the Covenant would be, in fact, an easy <laughs> kill. We, throw, we yeah. throw Dr. Armand into the movie Melancholia and he just talks like Gus the whole time. He's just like, he just can never, like, like he's like, yeah, so this guy's dead, and also this guy's dead, and, and the thing about this guy is that he's dead, and this guy over here, he's definitely dead. And, uh, oh, the, so the meteor, the meteor's coming, she's not dead yet, but she's gonna be dead soon, because the meteor's gonna hit her. <laughs> yeah. you, you put him in the, uh, the fucking, um, scene from Kingsman, where, uh, <laughs> that guy shoots everyone in the church, he's just kind of, like, slowly walking around, like, this guy's an instant kill. Yeah. He loves yeah. the phrase instant kill, that's his favorite yeah. expression. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool impression the, or expression. The, the funny one of the funniest ones they did was when they were like, "All right, to test this RPG seven, we're putting pressure pads on these dummies to see if it would be enough to kill." And then they <laughs> like fire the RPG, and the the bodies are just like fifty feet away in parts. And they're like, then they look at the pad, and they're like, "Yep, that's definitely this a kill. Might be enough to kill." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the other, uh, the only weapon that doesn't result in an instant kill is anyone who has a sling. And this yeah. is true because they gave like the IRA a slingshot, and I think they also gave a. Couple couple ancient guys slingshots in season two. Yeah, yeah, the Roman slingshots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. the, um, did the gladiator have a sling? Am I hallucinating? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's, 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 every weapon is an instant kill unless you're using a sling, at which point he looks at, like, the little PSI thing and is like, no, you've got a laceration, uh, maybe a concussion, but this is not a kill shot. Uh, well, and then they immediately cut to Jeff and he's like, well, this one kill, this one didn't kill. I like the one that kill. The edge of the special <laughs> weapons. <laughs> Yeah, well, originally Can we talk we were, about that narrator. He's he's great. They they had those slingshots lying around because one of the episodes was originally going to be Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes versus <laughs> you know a cataphract. 
and yeah. uh, they they had a yeah they had experts on who were just five year olds. They were like, I think that Calvin could be anyone with the power of imagination. And there's just like two Middle Eastern guys just yelling at them yeah. for disrespecting their culture. I mean, to be fair, Calvin does have a tiger, so like, yeah, yeah, he does. We we fu- we 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 created a, a, a we created an exact copy of the human body with yeah. with ballistic with ballistic gel, and now we're gonna see if it can survive having a tiger chew on it for four hours. Yeah. It's just like yeah then they just yeah then they just have like a cgi tiger that's like pretending there's just cgi blood everywhere they're like wow that's a real tiger yes the sling was a weapon of and then and then i'm so sorry like bill waterson is there and he's like yeah the spaceman spiff was the ultimate assassin (laughs) (laughs) yeah if if calvin yeah you know honestly the way that calvin would respond to a horse charge is just to get those dinosaurs and f-15s to fly in he would wreck your ass man yeah yeah. there there would be no survivors and then they they, they calvin Calvin was trained from birth to defeat those deformed snowmen (laughs) yeah (laughs) calvin was trained to birth calvin was trained from birth to annoy women which is why we respect him on the show um The, the popular image of Tinky Winky was that he was a goofball who liked playing around, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. He was a tubby custard killer from a young age. That was yeah. all he was trained to do. Yeah. So literally, like, a uh, lot of these, given the makeup of this show, it seems like they were, like, a few bad pitches away from, like, all right, we're going to see what a good father armed <laughs> with uh, an AR-15, how well he fares against a bitch wife's restraining order. Yeah. And then someone's yeah, just no. like, well, a restraining order can't hold up to justice. Historians <laughs> historians debate the, the exact battle skill of Blue from Blue's Clues. But you cannot <laughs> yeah. deny that a, in, a in a dangerous samurai. But you cannot deny that in a dangerous situation she could simply skidoo into the near into whatever nearby book that's sitting <laughs> yeah. on the table. Yeah, they just have Steve from Blue's Clues there and he's like the one doing testing on a dummy. Like he's going he's way too into it. <laughs> that dude seems like he would be into this. He, he's like yeah. <laughs> It's so he funny. Does, he's he like, does like the he's like super clean on the show, and then like you go and it's like, yeah, I do heroin in like an underpass. <laughs> yeah, you got you yeah. got Steve from Blue's Clues doing yeah. the Navy SEAL knife test, where he yeah. just goes fucking apeshit. Yeah, a, a true samurai would never put himself in a position to be served a restraining order. He was trained <laughs> from birth to avoid this sort of thing. Yeah, the samurai wank was like. That wank especially was just like, come on, man. <laughs> they had the expert come in wearing a kimono. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody else there, including the other samurai expert, is just, like, walking around in, like, and, like jeans and yeah. a t-shirt. And they've yeah. got this one guy who they told, like, yeah, you, you've got to, like, throw a whole ball to the yard. Come in in the robe. Please. Yeah. Listen, we need, like, so, guys, we need something that can beat Grant Imahara if we're competing with Miss Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, It'd be sensei... like if they made the IRA guys wear the masks yeah. as they yeah. were doing everything. <laughs> yeah, guys. They make they, they make the, the IRA guy like dress up in like green spats and like a green top. Hat. Yeah, they just <laughs> they me- they make him dress dress like the big green monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make oh, so, they make uh, the pirate guy dress like the fillet of fish captain from McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah. There are no, 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 I'm sorry. Of- they make the pirate guy dress up like Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, 
no, the thing, no, the thing, no, the thing about the thing about pirates' love is a uh, uh, lot of them made deals with with Captain with Davy Jones. Uh, so they could <laughs> oh, never yeah, they could never yeah. be defeated by a knot because if a knot defeated them, they just go down to Davy mm. Jones's locker and then they'd have to find the compass yeah. to the black. Yeah, pearl. you see that that bastard sword yeah. that damage is pretty impressive. But have you considered that today is not the day you capture <laughs> Captain Dark Sparrow? Yeah, Shut like, up. <laughs> you fucking yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Such words. We have to consider. The pirate-like deception that it takes to defeat the whore that is Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, De- yeah. De- defeating a concubine of Satan like that is no easy feat. And, and no, if a pirate's able to do, do you consider that if you defeat the pirate, he can just go back to being Mordecai? Yeah. I they, one thing I liked about the pirate episode is because like. There's two things I fucking I love everything about the uh the pirate versus night end battle thing because I think like in the end statistics they said that the thing that the pirate used most to win was uh like bombs that he throws. And yeah. they're like, well wait, wait, how would he light those? He's like, you know, you don't really like have a lighter. And then the way that they show him lighting it is with a fuse in his hair, like how Black <laughs> is portrayed in like fiction. It's like, oh, that's how he lights his bombs. Well, no, it's and it's funny because like it is the most Reddit show on earth, so like it's clearly made by guys who it, like their entire view of the world comes from like whatever Assassin's Creed game they played last. But it's, oh, yeah. it's yeah, it's very funny where it's like, no, none of this shit could possibly ha- like not only because like one, you're just trying to find like the platonic ideal of. In the best case scenario, like, you know, like a Spartan warrior, like a, you know, like a pirate. Or in the worst case scenario, like a member of an Apache tribe. (laughs) Like, they could could have said Apache warrior. They're just like, no, just any Apache. You know, but it's... it's but the yeah the idea it's like they all think like these guys have like inventories that can hold two hundred pounds of fucking yes you know items yeah. like like they the, think that they all have like very small gradation and armor that like you would have in like the God of War PS4 yeah. game yeah also no. was one of the Apache guys names Snake Blocker I think yes, that was literally I, am I remembering that yeah. right yeah I'm pretty sure that's just what they call a condom if you're not yeah. trying to say the word out loud right. <laughs> you beat me to that joke I, I have to respect it. No, you don't. No, you don't have I, to respect Yeah, you do have to, have to respect Gus. I mean, just you don't have to respect Gus at all. I wanted to say a couple things. Because right. what Ty was saying is like the loadouts. That was like, no more was that prevalent than with the fucking knight. Because yeah. looking at the weapons, the knight had a broadsword, a halberd, a crossbow, and a morning star, which is four separate weapons that like yeah. one person would have. They might have. They, they like might as well have had him also have like a dining room table with him. Yeah, yeah no. he, he was like also just had like thirty pounds of plate armor yeah. too. Yeah, like like <laughs> they, like they they thought the mountain was a real guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this dude is, is walking like you do in Skyrim when you've got too many potions. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, taking one yeah. step at a time. <laughs> yeah, this guy this guy has so many hotkeys. No fucking one of the funny things was when like in the fucking pirate versus knight recreation battle as the pirate is you know, about to finish the night off for the first time, the knight just sits up and shoots him with a crossbow in the leg. Yeah. But then it's not clear where he got it from. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, fuck. He, he swapped it out of his Yeah. Board. And then, um, oh, wait, I wanted to say, and yeah, then they, yeah. they moved down to the beach where they, uh, the pirate and him, you know, he's like fighting the knight, which I said was actually a deleted scene from the seventh seal, is when the knight has to fight that pirate that throws bombs at him. Uh, I wish, you know what, I thought of that joke specifically because I thought Spencer would be on this one. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, 
It's okay. I'm going to DM it to him. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he'll laugh. I'm kidding. Uh, I would never say anything to Spencer. Yeah. Uh, I actually, my, um... I hate him. I really, I'm really only here because Gus likes Hey, can we, can we talk shit on Spencer for the next 20 minutes? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I want to talk more about this show. Spencer is deadliest warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Spencer um, is frizziest warrior. Frizziest warrior is a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's just fucking, yeah, sorry for that detour, but that... No, you're okay. Yeah. Spencer's anyway. signature battle technique is wrapping his incredibly long body around you like a boa constrictor. Until yeah. yeah. Deadliest <laughs> he's warrior. A, he's a, Spencer he's a, versus, he's like, <laughs> versus DC Comics Rubber Man. <laughs> well, you see, you see, the thing about Spencer is he's less in it for the the fighting and more for the thrill of the chase. <laughs> oh, come on, man! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he laughed. Yeah, he did laugh. That's bad. I got so it, sure. it was a cheap joke, though. Yeah, yeah. That, that joke was without honor. Charlie said. That's true. That's true. We only yeah. pay for top. That was shelf a pirate joke, and not a, and not a nightly yeah. joke. A joke that, which, to be fair, is if if this show has proven anything, the more effective joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, One of my favorite uh, running parts of this show is um, just sometimes they have a weapon that is just insanely fucking shitty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, there's um. So we haven't talked about this episode yet, but um, uh, towards the end of the season where they do William Wallace versus Shaka Zulu. Yes. Yes. And they need to come up with some kind of long range weapon for these two guys who didn't really use long range weapons that much. And so what they do for Shaka is um, they have basically like this poison spit that he chews up and then spits out at you that blinds you, <laughs> and it can only go like five feet. And it barely does anything. Yeah. Um, and so they've got, like, footage of him just going, like... Yeah. Like, he's trying to, like, tease somebody on a playground. Yeah. And then for William Wallace, they also don't really have anything that's long range. And so what they do is they give him, like, a ball and chain that he kind of swings around like a cartoon and yeah. then throws like a bowling ball. <laughs> yeah. And it is just the most inaccurate piece of shit you could possibly have. Yeah. Like, when they actually do the weapons test, I think, like... Like, two out of the five times the guy throws the ball and chain, he just fucking misses. Because it's impossible. Yeah, because it's not a real weapon. It's like some shit you would see in, like, an anime. The same yeah. thing happens with a lot of the pirate weapons, where yeah. I think he ends up winning because he's against, like, a fucking knight. But he, he, he has, has, like, he has like a gun. 16... Yeah, yeah, he's got, like, 16th century flintlocks, where you have to do, like, a Rube Goldberg thing to reload the thing, and it takes, like, 45 seconds. Yeah. And also, if you're under the wrong orientation of the sun while you're holding it, it just misfires. Can I? It okay, can I? Can I? On the topic, can I do my big complaint with this show? Yes, sure. sure. I think every time they do guns, the episode is bullshit. Yeah, that is like because it's because it's like you know so many of the episodes are like you know oh the the most powerful warrior of the priestly class of Nippon versus you know yeah. versus <laughs> the berserker from the northern Celtic mountains and then and then yeah. they get to like you know fucking mafia versus yakuza and it's like a guy with a Tommy gun versus a guy with a slightly worse Tommy gun yeah and it's like yeah. what yeah, the they, fuck they are we doing like, here yeah they were like what's better the AR fifteen or AK forty seven it's like you, it's like, I mean, you this, could ask literally, like, I guess, like, four-fifths of my mutuals, and they would know, but I don't know why I'm expected yeah. to care. Well, they also yeah. do I'm 16 versus AK-47, like, 700 times on this show. Yeah. Well, like, I, it is the most, like, off-repeated test they do. Uh, why the fuck did they give the Green Beret, like, a like an evil shovel? 
as one of his weapons. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if you guys. Well, you see, you see, Gus, you see, Gus. Team Fortress Two was out at the time, and yeah. you know it's. He was in his whole yeah. new thing, so... And what if Andy he needs finding to... a way to turn it back around the TF2. Yeah, why, Minecraft why also just came out, so what if he needs to, yeah. like, dig underground... And <laughs> yeah, green, green berets for their close-range test will punch a tree until it turns into squares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that is absolutely something one of the guys do would do to prove how tough the green berets is, is they would, like, bring in a block punch. of wood and he would just... Yeah, no, that one video of the guy boxing warrior. with, like, a... Steve yeah. versus the fish guy from Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I'm not sure you were going to say Steve Irwin versus a stingray. Don't ask me why. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I would not say... That died tragically. We can't joke about that. Oh. Um. <laughs> Yeah. It, and I'll, I think the uh, the close range weapons test for green berets and Spartans was really good because for the green beret they had just a sharp shovel, yeah. Um, and then the Spetsnaz had a ballistic knife, yeah, where you could point it out and shoot the blade forward like ten feet, yeah. Is just like like I think out of all the Tom and Jerry weapon tests that they oh, have, yeah. the knife that you can shoot like a gun is probably the Tom and Jerry's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the knife that unveils a flag that says uh, "stab." Yeah, half yeah. of the weapons on this show are just like things that the Joker used in the animated series. Yeah, yeah. That, that did randomly remind me. I keep coming back to that fucking IRA episode. But did, do you guys remember at the end where? Because, like, they made a big deal out of, like, all right, so the Taliban has access to this fucking bayonet. You know, it's really brutal. And then, like, they just give up, like, in the simulation, and the IRA guy just pulls out a knife and starts stabbing one of the Taliban guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, no, that's so, cheating. Because well, the, the, the unspoken secret of the show is, like, all of them have, like, max maybe two weapons that actually do, like, are worth using, you know? Yeah, no... The the Taliban and IRA use incredibly similar weapons. Yeah, and it's just but but even like you know even the samurai it's like okay they have the sword and the bow and that like yeah. the, you know the Najinata like maybe but it's like yeah like they all have like yeah that's they, fucking like, close. They, really. Every every one of these guys has like one or two weapons that they're like yeah this got five hundred of the kills and then the other got like two and it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. but but they have to like pad it out. So it's like, here are seven hundred weapons that you know an ancient milkman would use to defeat his enemies. And it's like, yeah. no motherfucker, he'd throw milk. So I, I have a fun uh, question. Do you have a favorite weapon that the show shows off? That's a good question. Just like a one you're like, oh, that's fucking cool. Um, that's a good question. I thought that slingshot was kind of interesting. Um, I thought that. Uh, that was... are, we I... to pick, are we allowed to pick ones from later seasons? No. Or is it just, just no, 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 just this season? Yeah. Um, hmm. I thought the Apache tomahawks were really fun. Yeah, uh, that, that's one of my ones I considered bringing up because uh, they they had like fucking things uh, made out of horse bone. That was fun. I mean, itself. honestly. Yeah. The the black eggs were very very cool because it's like such a it's yeah. such a unique like because and I it, whatever they were, that was one of the ones where it's like and it killed absolutely nobody but just the idea of like yeah they basically invented like mace to you know what like yeah. five hundred years before anyone came up with it that's cool to me it was so bull it was so bullshit that the ninja lost to the spark the ninja the ninja should have beaten the, it's like motherfucker his armor's made out of bronze like that's like two ages ago it's it's like, because three hundred yeah. just came out and in three hundred they show the Spartans like fucking fighting people on their own which is like the whole point of like Spartans was that they like stayed together in like a yeah, formation, in, like, a formation and poked yeah. at you. 
Yeah, and then poked at you, and the point was that your flank was covered by another dude. Oh, no, I mean, well, that's the thing that's so funny about, like, getting, you know, weapon historians, but, like, seemingly no actual, like, historians. It's just, like, yeah, all of the shit is, like, I saw this in a video game, and this is who I think would be more badass, and it's, like... So, I, 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 I want to say mine. I, I, no, no, I didn't even get to say my answer the first Please. time. It's so. my turn. I have the talking stuff. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so my, my answer is the hook, the hook. Oh, yes, the, the gladiator one. No, that's the shallow. No, the monk. Buddhist monk ones. The, oh, the twin, the, the twin hooks. Those are those. Okay, yeah. I want to change my answer. Like- I want to change my answer though because the the fucking sure. like the the weird axe fist that the gladiator got was badass. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Oh, yeah, you basically just, like, put yeah, a sword lit- on your hand and yeah. a bunch of people with it, yeah. Not even, like, yeah. So, you, li- no, you literally put, like, like a guillotine on your hand, and then they got, like, fucking, uh, oh, God, who's the MMA guy who they got? Uh, Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell, yeah, they got Chuck Liddell to basically, like, do the fucking, you know, heart grab thing from Indiana Jones, but with a guillotine on his hand. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> while I was yeah. While I was watching that, I, uh, I was curious, and so I DM'd Felix what Chuck Liddell's, like, reputation was amongst, like, MMA people, and he responded with, like, like a fucking, like, Dostoyevsky-length essay on, like, every single thing he'd done in MMA. That dude loves MMA. whether he was sleeping. Yeah. It's, it's like if you would, like, ask me something about, like, the NFL or something. Or like, having gay sex. Yeah, or Debbie. No! No! <laughs> we're being late no. things. We're getting, uh, we're getting uh, your penis stolen by various animals. <laughs> Literally none of those things probably describe me in any conceivable way. Uh, 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 you, would, you would not be invited on this show because you are not experts. Uh, I'm good at that. Um, I would love to go on this show. What the fuck are you talking about? You, you say I... I am very much an expert in many things. Like, um, honestly, any of a... us could be experts if we, like, just dressed shitty enough and didn't cut our hair. I'm an, I'm an expert on doing a podcast with annoying people, so I would actually be very, very good for most of the things of the, the, show. Uh, the coolest sets of weapons they had are the, um, the, I think this is the last episode we haven't talked about. It's, um, they had, like, a Shaolin monk against the, um, like, a Maori warrior from, like, the yeah. yes. Pacific. And the stuff they brought on for that episode was fucking cool as hell. Like, it was like, you know, like, the, the bladed hook blades that the monk was using. Um, he had these, like, weird, like, kind of, I don't know how to describe them, like, these spikes that he could, like, hold in his hands, basically, where he would just kind of, like, slam them down into your face and, like, stab your eyes out and shit. Um, the Maori had, like, this weird, like, crystal club thing. I don't really know how to describe it. Oh, it's it. obsidian. It was just... No, 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 it was the other one, it was the shorter one. It was like, um, I, I don't even, it, was, it wasn't even that big, like, it was maybe like a foot and a half long, made out of solid rock, and this dude was just, like, taking chunks out of bone with this thing after, like, one swing. Yeah. Like, there were some really, really fucking cool ones in there. I don't know, I guess, um, if we're kind of moving towards the wrap-up here, oh, do you oh, guys sorry, think before we before we wrap up, can I say one thing that I thought was very funny? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I, I thought it was very, very funny that maybe two of the warriors in the show were over five foot ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all I mean, of them, it says, well, it like, is. five foot eight, 170 pounds, and it's like, <laughs> is this guy, like, in high school? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it is yeah. true that historically, like, people were a lot shorter. Yeah, back then. I know, Except but for... it just—it's very funny to like if you're gonna if you're gonna fictionalize like everything else to still be like, and this guy's five foot four, and it's like I guess technically. But... And then in a later season, I looked at what they gave for uh, the Viet Cong, and they said that they were six two and two hundred pounds. Yeah, and so they learned like... their lesson. Yeah. 
Um, I wanted to bring up one more thing. The I don't think we've talked about the simulation itself. Yeah. So have you heard of so have you heard of LARPing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you or um, oh no 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 I meant the I didn't mean I meant like the algorithm. Oh, I thought you the, meant okay. The, well, oh, well, we should we should touch on because we mentioned it, but yeah, all of the episodes end with basically what is like two live action role play guys like swinging swords at each other for five yeah. minutes yeah just like it, it ends with a renaissance fair beer garden yeah that got like you would rowdy. you would expect in like half of the simulations for like a guy dressed up like captain picard to wander by in the background <laughs> yeah. yeah the place that they filmed the ira taliban one was in like that like fight that weird part of la county where like you don't have to pay like uh, a session fee to actors and they would like film a lot of the early star treks like, oh, I think I was, yeah, I might, yeah, my dad walked in when I was watching and he pointed that out. You can also tell because when the IRA and Taliban are fighting, there's a bunch this, of trailers and American cars. I feel like, <laughs> at least for like, like adult men, like having your dad walk into you when you're watching this is more embarrassing than I would imagine having him walk in when you're watching porn. No, oh, like, I, I do not agree at all. This is the most dad show in history. Are you kidding? Yeah. He's going to walk by and yeah. be like, hey, son, that looks pretty cool. No, my dad thought it was funny. This, I'm, I'm in the, yeah, I'm not going to disclose what my dad does, but it's, you know, that makes it sound fucking more suspicious. My dad does a podcast yeah, also, yeah. so he's supportive yeah. of when I yeah. say I'm doing One a of podcast. The, uh, <laughs> the funniest things they do on this show is, um, I forgot about this until just now. So they have three main hosts who kind of like direct everything that's yeah. going on. They've got like the main guy who's into like weapons and shit. They've got the trauma doctor. And then they've got the guy. They got a 21-year-old computer ace. Yeah, yeah. they got a guy but that they, DJs bar mitzvahs. They always refer to him in every single episode as, and I quote, computer whiz Max Geiger. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, oh, a guy, wait, a guy a who name. looks like, what if chance. Will Dickey never got famous? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going to say something. I'm going to take a stance here. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to take a bold, brave stance. You should not be allowed to use the term computer whiz in any sense after like 2003 at the latest and even yeah. then that's pushing it he and looks like one degree less autistic mark zuckerberg yes exactly yeah. and okay so this is sort of like a big i don't know i was sort of leading up to this reveal but if you look on the screen in um, some of them i i don't know if it's in all of them but you see the simulation that he's running and then you look at it it's like there's a spreadsheet and then you could you just see that it's microsoft excel it's like we're using <laughs> state of the art technology, and then it's just Excel. Yeah. On his uh, and Alienware they keep, laptop, they keep saying that it's like, oh, this was specially created for us by a firm yeah. in Britain, and it's like, motherfucker, you're you're just it's making like, spreadsheets. You're just doing no, yeah, yeah. It's like I could probably, yeah, you could get like a uh, a teenager that's read enough Wikipedia to like put in an, like put in values in yeah. the afternoon to make that simulation go. But yeah, no, it's literally just fucking Excel. Like, I, I saw him when he was, like, you know, it was, like, showing, like, ooh, his dramatic computer, and you can, like, literally see, like, the font adjuster on it. Like, it's not... Yeah. They they give him an Alienware laptop to do this, even though it would take, like, yeah. Like I guess any... maybe he's, like, running something complicated in Excel or whatever, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very funny. Only one of our one of our experts would only agree to do this if I got him something from the dark web using my <laughs> Alienware laptop, so I have to download that. To be fair, I do think that both most of the people who make the show and its target audience do think you need to be like a computer expert to use Excel. Yes. Yeah, for exactly. sure. I wanted to, where do you, do you guys send each other links in a certain chat? Oh, I think I did. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're oh, almost wait. done, so you can tell us after. Hold but on. 
We've been recording I'm, for about an hour now, so I would say yeah. let's send whatever you're going to send, and then we're probably going to wrap up. No, um, you know, it's fine. I was just going to send the wikia, but that, that takes a while to yeah. like, go through. They so, just have an, an uh, Easter egg section where they say, or it's just one guy that's edited in all the inconsistencies. It's like, Genghis Khan didn't do that. Yeah, so this has been a very special episode of Those Good Old Fashioned Values. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Gus and Charlie. Obviously, you want to plug Most Controversial. Do you have anything else you want to plug about? Um, not really. I mean, just, uh, yeah, uh, our Twitter account at Most Contropod. Uh, you've probably already seen it, but that's where we post, like, sort of posts that we're going to go over for the episode. We have a Patreon. Um, I think I'm actually going to take the episode from, or I'm going to take the audio from this episode and uh, sync it with clips from Deadliest Warrior, because I've been meaning to make more, like, video uh, content for the patreon to make the you know so it's, I, it's not actually deadliest warrior clips it's just Charles oh yeah no it's not deadliest warrior clips it's videos of me describing it okay. completely <laughs> nude awesome. so that's another incentive anyway um, charlie versus getting any patrons yeah uh, <laughs> I right, anyway. uh, yeah thank you guys so anyway. much for coming on uh yeah, of course. yeah catch on the flip side everyone bye 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 bye, bye. bye.